0: Welcome to the Healing from Fear podcast, where we have those difficult conversations about breaking free from fear that is keeping you stuck in people pleasing, legalism and perfectionism. Join me as we uncover truth where lies are being told so that you can experience rest, joy and freedom. My name is Emily. I'm so happy you're joining me today. Let's grow and heal together. Well, here we are on the very first episode of Healing from Fear. So this is a podcast that I have had in my heart for a while, but I've really been putting it off because um, I know that the things that I'm going to talk about in this podcast over the near future are difficult. I mean, this is not an easy thing for me to hit record and put these thoughts and experiences out online, but I know that I need to. And um, just this morning, I was listening to my former pastor um, at Trinity Baptist in Jacksonville, Florida, and one of the things he said was, he said, when you know that God is with you, it gives you the courage to do the things that you never thought were possible. And you know what? I never thought that it would be possible for me to be sharing these truths online Um, with the world if you knew me when I was a child then you knew that I was extremely shy and um, did not like to ruffle anyone's feathers and so this is a big step for me but I know that I have to do it because I know that the truth needs to be told light needs to be shined in the darkness and there are people that need to hear this message So let's first talk about the two people that I really have a heart for and who I feel like this podcast can really minister to. And the first is people who are just, they're tired. They are working hard. They are serving the Lord in their local churches. Um, You know, specifically, I grew up in an independent Baptist, you know, traditional, non-compromising church. And I know that there are people in those churches who are, they're serving God and they're going to every single service and they're tired. And even though God says to come to him for rest, they know they're not getting the rest that they need. They're not, they don't feel rested. They feel wearisome. Um, It's a person who feels like, you know, they would never say it but they know that they're just going through the motions. They're doing the things that they know they need, are supposed to do that make them a good Christian, but they know that if they were really honest about it, their heart is not happy. Their heart, heart is not joyful. And, you know, you look good on the outside and everyone sees the, you know, example that you're setting that is supposed to be godly. And, you know, like I said, you got all the check boxes checked but if you were to get really honest with yourself and with God there's no joy and either you've lost the joy or you just never really had it and you're tired and you've kind you feel stuck. The second person I'm speaking to is someone who loves God but they're having questions and they're starting to see things that they never saw before in the independent Baptist movement and Something just isn't right. Something's not settling with you, and you're just starting to question and wonder, is what I've been taught all these years true? And maybe you voiced your opinion, and you've been accused of stirring up trouble. You've been accused of having a bad heart. And so you start to question, well, is that true? Am I, am I just stirring up trouble? And you feel the guilt from it. So I wanna share with you that I have been both of those people, And what I realized was that in both of those situations, I was allowing fear to control my life. And it was fear that came from trying to be perfect and measure up. It was fear from trying to make other people happy with me and people pleasing. And it was fear to make God happy with me through legalism. And so those are things that I want to address in this podcast in the future And we're going to start just at the very beginning and where this, all this journey of understanding where fear was coming from started with me so that you can kind of get an idea and maybe even see it in your own life. So let's go ahead and get started. I grew up in a Christian home in an independent Baptist Church. We attended two different churches throughout my childhood. And I remember going every single time the doors were open. I actually remember two times in my entire childhood that we did not attend a church service. One was a Wednesday night service and then one was a Sunday night service. And I remember those exact times that we chose not to go to church and the guilt that was felt because of those two times. So anyways the point is that i was always at church and then i also attended a non-denominational christian school and so i was i just i heard about god all the time and i knew all the facts about him Um, i was told that i was saved when i was four years old my mom had the christian radio station playing and there was a pastor preaching about hell and apparently it scared me and so during prayer time, I asked Jesus to come into my heart. And I don't remember that. I was four years old. I don't remember a lot of things from four years of age, but that was something that was always told to me. And so I just always clung to that whenever I had to share my testimony or, you know, someone, you know, it was testimony night or you had to explain when you got saved. That's what I always said when I was four years old. And I would just replay that, but I didn't remember it. And that was really scary for me because of some of the preaching that I heard throughout childhood, like at camps, um, youth camps, and then just youth group and services that I was in. A lot of times the pastor would say, you know, the best decision you could make for your life is to give your life to God and to get saved. And if you don't remember a time that you did that, then you're not saved. And there was so much fear in my heart and I, you know, if there was ever a sermon about the second coming and Jesus coming to take the Christians, I just, I always felt like God was going to forget me because I didn't couldn't remember when I got saved. And I lived in daily fear that God was going to come and he was not going to take me and I was going to be left behind. I lived in that fear continually. I remember... Like having small panic attacks when the house would get quiet and I would think, oh no, I don't hear anyone. And I would literally go to other parts of the house to make sure there was someone else at home. And I would, you know, I would have these little freak out moments because I was afraid that I had been left behind. And that is a true fear that I experienced for basically 20 (laughs) plus, almost maybe 25 years of my life. And I lived in that constant fear. So anyways, um, then I went to a Baptist college. I went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College at the time. It's now Maranatha Baptist University. Had a lot of the same teachings that I grew up with in the independent Baptist world. And then I got married and I ended up kind of my husband and I were, we kind of bounced around from a few different independent Baptist churches. We, Nothing ever seemed to sit right. There was always something that we just were like, this isn't right. This isn't right. But we couldn't put our finger on it. We couldn't articulate what it was. And so we kind of bounced around. Well, then I became um, pregnant and we had our firstborn and we ended up settling at a church that I mentioned in my intro, actually, which was Trinity Baptist in Jacksonville, Florida. And we thought, well, we're just going to a Baptist church, another Baptist church. And, you know, they play the contemporary Christian music and the pastor doesn't wear a tie. But, you know, that's just preference things that we figured, you know, we can get over that. They preach the Bible. They preach the fundamentals that we believe in. And we're like, we can be, um, you know, a strong Christian and just get over that little difference of opinion. And so we started going to church there and unbeknownst to me, I was actually being taught straight from scripture. I was being taught what the Bible said and my mind and my view on things were changing and I didn't understand it at the time, but I was actually understanding a truth of from scripture and about Jesus that I had never been taught before, even though I had spent years in church, I mean, countless hours in the church, because I had been taught a skewed version of the Bible and of Jesus. And I mean, I'll get into that in my next episode. I'm going to share how I actually left the independent Baptist um, movement and churches And why Um, but while I was at Trinity I actually my heart started to change and it was during this time that actually my life kind of got out of control and I'm not going to get into like all the details but basically my husband and I were just surviving in our marriage and like happens in every marriage like let's just be honest every marriage has times where you feel completely alone you feel like strangers with each other, um, you know, and we had had we had, had a baby and um, I, you know, there were different issues with the work situation and then just other um, outside factors that were having a major effect on our marriage. And I had came to a place where I was like, this is not how it's supposed to be, you know, and I remember specifically one morning I was having my quiet time with the Lord. And I was just mad. I was so mad at God. And I started just like talking to him like for real, like for real praying, not just my list of, oh, help me have a great day today. Help me to be godly. Forgive me for this sin. No, it was like, God, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and I, I said, God, you know, this, this is not how my life was supposed to be. I said, I was the good girl in youth group. I didn't rebel. I went to church every single time I was supposed to be there. I volunteered for all the things. And I did my part. Why aren't you doing your part? Why is my life like this? Why is it messed up? I'm supposed to be in a happy marriage. I'm supposed to be, you know, living the life. And that's not what you've given me. And... All this, and I mean, tears streaming down my face, just so upset. And I remember just like sitting there and listening to his voice, the Holy Spirit. And I remember him saying, Emily, none of that matters. Your church attendance is not what's going to fix your life. I am all you need, I will fix your life. Stop trying to fix everything. Stop trying to be and do and earn favor with me. You've already earned it through Jesus. And I just remember that voice coming to me. And I remember my tears changing from tears of anger to tears of joy. And I remember just like raising my hands and just saying, thank you, Jesus. You are enough. You are all I need. And I don't care. I'm not I'm and I said, I'm done. I'm done trying to prove. I'm done trying to check things off a list so that I can have what I think I deserve. And I gave it to him. And Whew. Get under control here. I'm emotional. Um that's something else that I learned, you know, growing up. In an independent Baptist Church, you weren't supposed to be emotional. How dare you raise your hands even? But these were just hands opening up to God saying, this is this is my life. take it. And um, what I've learned since is that when you raise your hands to God, it's 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 a way to show God, I'm open to you. I'm'm op- I'm, I'm letting go. this is for you. And that's literally what I did that day when I was praying. I just opened my hands up to him and said, I'm letting go. And that was the turning point for me when I realized I had a skewed version of the Bible and a skewed version of Jesus. And there's a song called Holy Water. And there's a line in it that says, I don't want to abuse your grace. And that's what I had been doing For years and years of my life, I had been abusing God's grace. I was saying, yes, thank you that you died on the cross for my sins. But now I have to make sure that I maintain a certain standard to be a Christian. Your blood wasn't enough. That's what I, that's, and I wouldn't have said that, but that's how I was living. That's what I was believing. And so that was really the beginning of me having just a change and just saying you know what i'm i'm done trying to prove myself to other people and it was really just a kind of a time when i realized that i had been living in a state of legalism and i and i couldn't have articulated it that day it has taken me years to get there but what i've come to understand is that i was living in so much fear that i wasn't measuring up that I wasn't good enough. And so I just kept working and doing and trying. And all it led to was me being tired, me being sad, still feeling empty because I was trying to fill the void. I was trying to be what I thought I needed to be. I was trying to seek approval from God. I was trying to seek approval from people. And what I had to understand was, I already had approval from God. When God looks at me, he sees Jesus. He says that all my righteousness is as filthy rags. So it doesn't matter how much I clean up on Sunday. It doesn't matter how many good things I do. It's not good enough because it's not Jesus. But God doesn't see me. He sees Jesus. And so I knew that I was already approved by God, and I didn't need the approval of man. And when you understand that you are enough in Jesus Christ, then that makes you understand that you're enough for other people too, and you don't have to keep measuring up to them and to their standards. So anyways, there we go. That's where we're starting. I will, I promise I will try not to get emotional <laughs> uh, on the rest of my episodes, but that was something else that's kind of freed me. I used, to, like I said, I didn't used to be emotional and I've learned that emotions were created by God. And so it's okay to have them. And we'll get to that in another episode too, I'm sure. If you can relate to my story in any way, and if you're feeling tired, and if you're feeling like you can never measure up, I would encourage you. To go to the Gospels, Um, in particular, um, I love Matthew. Go to Matthew and really look at what Jesus said and how he talked to people. Jesus is full of love. We weren't taught a Jesus of love. If you grew up in an independent Baptist church, yeah, you were said, oh, Jesus is love. But Jesus, you know, the Jesus we were taught was out to get you and out to, you know, conform you to a certain look a certain standard and that's not what he was if you actually go and read scripture with an open mind and really pay attention to the things that Jesus said you will find that Jesus is so loving and compassionate and forgiving and gracious and kind and You are enough. You are enough because of him. So that's where I'm going to stop today. And in my next episode, I'm going to share about leaving the Independent Baptist Church. Um, I have a list of a lot of episodes that I want to talk about. And we're going to talk about... We're gonna we're just gonna have those difficult conversations and um, if you found this encouraging, I hope that you will share it with others. and until next time, may you find rest and live in the freedom of truth today. Just take it one day at a time, my friend. and I will talk to you in the next one.